This is Women in Revival podcast. Today, we are starting a new series called, Are You a Writer? Our topic for today is, This World and Our Children. Today, we will be looking at the topic of what this world does to our children. In UK schools now, there's a new RSC policy that means children have to undergo sex education lessons from primary school age and they cannot be brought out by their parents. It is compulsory. These lessons incorporate many things that a child doesn't need to know. A child just needs to be a child. Yet, our world seems to want to push upon our children burdens that an adult should be bearing and not a child. Sister, I hope that in this day and age, you are writing on the life of your child. You are writing to make sure that your child, in spite of what schools are teaching them, is growing in the right way. To make sure that your child, no matter what their teacher may say, is still going to end up well. Sister, are you a writer? Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Thank you, Evelyn Ada, for this series that we are starting today. I am just praying that you will put your blessing upon the same and make it a blessing to as many who will hear it, to the glory and to the honor of your name. In Jesus' name, Amen. Welcome again to Women in Revival podcast. I'm delighted to have you on board, and it is my prayer that you will find this new series a blessing to your heart and please do feel free to send it out share in your social media platforms and then um, if you have any need to contact us remember our website has all the information needed to contact us go on www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and go on our contact us page and you can browse through our podcast series to choose any other series you want to go through or to listen to the series you've missed. Amen. I am very, very delighted to to be here with you on this series. Are you a writer? So the series we are considering this time is, Are you a writer? Writing biblical concept in your child's heart. You see, I am asking you this question. Are you a writer? That is, are you writing biblical concept in your child's heart? You know, we live in a very delicate time, a very dangerous time that we as mothers, as parents in this season, in our generation, we have to be tactful. We have to be awake. We have to engage even our children. So it is my prayer that the little we will share together on this series, the Lord himself will seal it upon the template of your heart. I am praying that you will see the need, the burden to be engaged, to be involved in the biblical upbringing of your children. So on this series, it's going to be a one-week series. So today, I want us to look at this world and our children. This world, this our present world and our children. To some of us who have our children in schools, you know the dilemma we face every now and then. You know the difficulty, the challenge that faces us every now and then regarding our children. There are all sorts of curriculums being introduced 
to many of our schools all sorts of ideas all sorts of just name it yesterday my daughter was saying to me that look what they are going to start to do in schools how the lgbt will be a cause you know that it's woven into all sorts of subjects math english all of those in schools curriculum so we live in a time that we are in dire need we live in a time that even if you can't stop what is happening in the world you need to prepare your children to be able to withstand what is going on in this our world so this world and our children and i'm just going to read the scripture and we see how the lord takes us if we need to digress to other scriptures we will do so this series is going to be very short but i am praying that it's going to be also very very impactful luke 16 verse 8 and i'm reading from the king james version and it says and the lord commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely for the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light now i've pulled this scripture out of its context this is the parable of the shrewd servant whom the the master was kind of fired him up and he went about to make way for himself so i am just using this verse 8 now to challenge your heart as a parent in this our present world so the king james version that i read says and the lord commended the unjust steward because he had done wisely so even though this is not where i want to say to as we consider this verse but there is something i want us to take from there it says because he had done wisely and i see the need for us as parents in these our days to be wise we need to be wise parents if we are going to raise wise children we ourselves as parents needs to be wise in our engaging our children in view of this world there are places our children go to that we may not be able to access so hence the reason why we need to be wise parents that are raising wise children so the lord jesus said because he had done wisely and we will see what he meant and he says for the children of this world are in their generation wiser than the children of light and this is where i am settling on the shrewd servant was wise because the children of this world are wise in their own generation than those in the children of light i want to read that from another translation the amplified says and his master commended the unjust manager not for his misdeeds but because he had acted shrewdly by preparing for his future unemployment are you seeing so to be wise means to prepare so are you prepared to raise that three-year-old that four-year-old to prepare her for the time she will she or he will be leaving your house to school have you prepared that son that daughter of yours for when she will be ready to go for her elementary learning are you preparing even your children for this present world that we are living in so it is by preparing for his future unemployment for the sons of this age that is the non-believers are shrewder 
in relation to their own kind, that is, to the ways of the secular world, than are the sons of light, the believers. The easy-to-read version says, Later, the master told the dishonest, ma dishonest manager that he had done a smart thing. Yes, worldly people are smarter in their business with each other than spiritual people are. They are smarter. So we want to be smart parents. We don't want things to happen before we are weak. We want to be smart. We want to be actually smarter than the world we are living in. And the NIV UK says, the master commended the dishonest manager because he had acted shrewdly. For the people of this world are more shrewd in dealing with their own kind than are the people of the light. Are you competent in dealing with your own kind, with the child that comes out of you? Are you wiser as a parent in raising that son, that daughter that the Lord has given you, even in this our world. This world and our children, this world is very subtle. And here's the reason why we need to be wise parents. There are all sorts of introductions into our children's schools. There are all sorts of advancement in our society, which we as parents, needs to be equipped and equip our children against and i am praying that as we go through this short series the lord in his mercy will make you a writer that is writing upon the template of your child's heart amen This is Women in Revival podcast. Yesterday, we started a new series called Are You a Writer? Our topic for today is The danger of not writing in your child's heart. Even though you may think that there's no problem with not writing in your child's heart, with not instilling your child with godly principles, with not helping your child as they walk through life, there is a serious repercussion and danger. A child's heart is made to be written on. If you do not write on your child's heart, someone else will. And the probability of that being a person who has bad views on life, ungodly views on life, is very high. Sisters, do not be complacent. Do not be the reason that your child ends up wrong. Do not be the reason why your child will live a sinful life in the future. Write on your child's heart. You may think, you know, it's my child's decision on how they want to live life and they'll make their own decision whether I write or not. Take your responsibility. The Bible talks about a watchman at the tower. If you are not that watchman at the tower over your child's life, you will be held responsible for the mistakes your child made because you did not teach your child the right way. Write on your child's life. Yes, their life is their decision and the decisions they make are their own choices. But you also have a choice and a decision to try and influence their own life by writing on their hearts. Sister, are you a writer? Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject.
so father thank you once again for the continuity of this series please do speak that we hear you clearly as parents thank you lord as you indeed make us mothers who are writing upon the templates of our children's hearts thank you lord jesus in jesus name amen thank you so much for still joining us on this series are you a writer writing biblical concept in your child's heart i see the lord seeking parents who will be actively involved even in the life of their children particularly as we send our children out of the home to schools to wherever i'm seeing god saying this many years that you've got these children with yourself at home are you writing upon this child's heart so last time we discussed briefly this world and our children and we saw that this world they are actually very wise and if we are going to be parents that will be writing upon the template of our children's heart we have to be wiser we have to be tactful because there are all sorts of things that the enemy is subtly introducing into our children's schools into our children's lives sometimes you just only see the billboard also all sorts of things so hence the reason why we as parents need to be wise so today before we go on to this episode do feel free to go back to our website www.oakofrighteousness.co.uk and feel free to contact us if you need to so today we want to look at the danger of not writing in your child's heart if you as the mother over that son over that daughter is not writing honestly there is danger one thing that i've learned is that no child will remain blank if you are not writing upon the heart of your child someone else something else is writing maybe for your child it is the television that is writing upon their hearts maybe all you do day by day is to wake up get them washed get them dressed give them breakfast then you sit them down at the front of the television unknowingly for you the tv is writing a lot in your child's heart meanwhile you are not writing upon your child's heart so let's quickly look at one or two danger of not writing in your child's heart we want to trust god to make us parents who are writing what nothing can erase we want to write permanently upon their hearts so let us go to psalm 78 and we are going to read verse 9 verse 10 and verse 11 and it goes the children of ephraim being armed and carrying bows turned back in the day of battle they kept not the covenant of god and refused to walk in his law and forgot his works and his wonders that he had shewed them amen so here now we are seeing a generation the danger of a generation that missed out on writing upon their hearts so for these children of Ephraim, the Bible says they were actually armed. These ones were armed. They probably had their Bibles like many of our children. 
They probably carry their Bibles to church like many of our children. But the Bible says when these children of Ephraim who were armed, who were carrying bows, when they get to the battleground, they turn back. They bow for whatsoever faced them. And this is the challenge that faced many of our children. They face battle outside and before you know it, they bow. They kind of bow in. The Bible says they kept not the covenant of God. So in writing in our children's heart, what are we intending to write? The covenant of God. Not only in telling them, first in us living out that covenant. The children of Ephraim did not keep God's covenant. They refused to walk in God's law. They forgot God's works and God's wonder. So no wonder, by the time they got to the battleground, they had to back down. And if we are not engraving God's covenant upon our children's heart, if we are not showing them the works of God, the wonders of God, sharing the testimony of God's faithfulness from time past till now, then we are actually endangering the lives of our children for the future ahead. There is so much opposing and confronting the lives of our children. So hence the reason why we have to be parents who are writing upon the templates of our children's hearts. We have to write the covenant of God upon their hearts. And where is God's covenant? It's in the Bible. It's not enough to take our children to church. It's not enough to guide them their own Bible. It's not enough to leave them in Sunday schools. We have a personal responsibility to make our homes the primary church for our children. I want us to look at the family of Zachariah. Let's see the effect of you not writing upon your child's heart. So let us read. Luke 1, 57 to 63, and it says, Now Elizabeth's full time came that she should be delivered. And she brought forth a son, and her neighbors and her cousins heard how the Lord had showed great mercy upon her, and they rejoiced with her. And it came to pass, I want us to begin to look at it from this verse 59. I went all the way to 57 so I can read in context. From verse 59 now and it came to pass that on the eighth day they came to circumcise the child who came to circumcise the child the neighbors the cousins and they called him Zacharias after the name of his father who named him Zachariah the neighbors the cousins now verse 60 and his mother answered and said not so but he shall be called John, are you seeing a mother that is writing? 61, and they said unto her, There is none of thy kindred that is called by this name. 62, and they made signs to his father how he would have him called. 63, and he asked for a writing table and wrote saying, His name is John. And they marveled all. So what am I seeing here? If you as parents, you as the mother, in cooperation with your husband, if you both are not cooperately 
writing upon the template of your heart. This society, this world is willing to step into your home, to circumcise your heart, to circumcise your child according to their standard, to name your child according to their understanding. So the danger of not writing upon your child's heart is that you make your heart, your child's heart, vulnerable for invaders. Anything can invade your child's heart. So your child can watch anything on the television and believe it's okay. Why? Because you've never ever sat him down and engraved what to watch and what not to watch in your child's heart. So here we see those in the days of Zachariah and Elizabeth had to step into the home of Zachariah and Elizabeth because at this junction, Zachariah was muted. He couldn't speak. And maybe for you, you've been muted over the biblical upbringing of your children. Maybe you've been pursuing career, you've been pursuing money, you've been pursuing fame, you've been pursuing all sorts of things. And regarding the upbringing of your children, you are muted. You are missing out. Your children are growing quickly without your input. If care is not taken, the society will be writing will be taking your place in your child's heart. And that will be to your detriment. So in verse 63, we saw how John's father, how Zechariah asked for a writing table. So give me something to write. And as Zechariah wrote, nobody could oppose what he wrote. Initially, the neighbors, the cousins said, his name is Zechariah. After all, the father is Zachariah, a priest. So this son also must follow the footsteps of daddy. Not knowing that there is a, a plan that God had written out. There is a name God has put down for this son. So when you are not writing the design, the counsel of God upon the heart of your children, you allow even invaders to invade that child's heart and write terribly upon that child's heart. So for Zechariah, he had to ask for a writing table. Then he wrote. And the moment he wrote, the Bible says, people marveled. If you are not writing, there will be nothing for the world to marvel at. We as Christian parents, God has called us to display his marvelous deed, his glory to our watching world. The scripture says in Romans 8, 19, that the earnest creation, they wait eagerly. For the manifestation of the sons of God. Could your generation be waiting for the produce of your womb to magnify Christ in their presence? Are you writing so that people will see, ears will hear, and they will glorify God in heaven? If you are not deliberately writing godliness, righteousness in your child's heart i want you to know something else someone else is doing so and that can be very very dangerous amen
This is Women in Revival podcast. Three days ago, we started a series called Are You a Writer? Our topic for today is How to Write, a Model Receiver. Sisters, today we will be talking about how to write. Deborah will be explaining us today that we must also write principles of God's word upon our children's hearts, not only with our actions, as I said last time, but also with your words. Tell them about God's how God created the world and created them. Tell them about the fall of man. Tell them about the cross. Tell them about the patriarchs like Moses, Abraham, Jacob. Tell them about the time of the kings. Tell them the Bible. Sisters, each and every one of you has a responsibility to your physical children and also to your spiritual children to guard them and to protect them and to write upon their hearts the truths of God's word. Deborah Schnibby will now take us further on this subject. So, Father God, we thank you once again for the continuity of this series and the seed you've been planting even in our hearts. We look to you, Lord, we turn to you, Lord, that you may plant further in our hearts the seed of your word. We look to you, Lord, that you will engrave even that which we need to write upon the hearts of our children. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much for still joining us on this particular series. Are you a writer? Writing biblical concept in your child's heart. Remember, you can go back to oakofrighteousness.co.uk to revisit this particular series and do feel free to send it out to your loved ones. Maybe you run a parent group. This is a series to run together, to listen together and share thoughts on together. And you will be surprised the depth of what the Lord might be exposing to you. So how today we on this series, are you a writer? writing biblical concept in your child's heart we now want to look at how do you write how do you write we want to look at you as a model writer how do you write a model writer so for you to really write biblical concept in the hearts of your children they must have first be written upon your heart so let's go to deuteronomy chapter 6 we read verses 5 to 6 and we read a bit of Psalm 78 also. So Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5 and verse 6. And it says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. And these words which I command thee this day shall be in thine heart. So what are we saying? The way you write upon the template of your children's heart is that you first be a model. That scripture says you as a parent must love the Lord your God with all your heart. What do you love? What do you give your heart to? What do your children say you're doing? Do they see you watch television from morning till evening? Do they see that a chunk of your time is spent at the front of television? watching this opera watching this soap watching this um, movie watching all sorts of things in a way you are actually writing upon your child's heart so god says you must love me with all your heart 
you cannot write biblical concept upon your child's heart if you yourself don't love biblical concept so verse 6 says and these words which i commanded this day you shall it they shall be in your heart so for you to write in your child's heart the word of god has to be written upon your heart your personal time with the lord in his word your personal time in hearing the teachings of god's word through other people your personal devotion to the reading of god's word and to the reading of other books written by godly men and women these are the first foundation in writing upon the template of your child's heart you are first you are the first person that god needs to help in order to help your child because whatsoever you do consciously or unconsciously you are writing something you are writing ideas philosophies upon the heart of your child i'm telling you you know i had an experience with my children some many many years ago we were on our way to our town center and my oldest then was with me and the younger one we were on our way out and the little one i think then she was around three three or four so while we were going she was asking me for something she was seeking a permission for something so as she asked me the first time when i heard that request in my heart i granted it but i just did not vocalize it i didn't verbalize it in my heart i said yes to her request so my little one kept asking me that she kept asking why we're going then all of a sudden the older one turned to her and said look let me give you wisdom let me tell you something whenever you ask mommy for something and she did not say anything know deep down in your heart that she's going to give you wow when i heard that it startled me in a way because i never knew that she had learned that about me and indeed that very day whatsoever that little girl was asking i had granted it in my heart and when she told her little one that she did not accept that she kept troubling me mommy please mommy please then she turned to her again and said i've told you i have lived with mommy for over seven years or so i can't remember how how many years she was she was telling her sister then i've lived with mommy for this amount of years and i've learned this then you know i then spoke and i said to the little one did you hear experience experience i've spoken that and indeed when you asked me for this request in my heart i had answered yes so why what am i trying to bring to you ladies is this your children they are reading your steps your action your unspoken words your manners your way of life you may think they are not learning i was shocked that day so it dawned on me that your children are taking in they are soaking in your daily life my response and even the unspoken responses they are planting something upon their heart they are writing something upon the template of your of your children's heart so let's go to psalm 78 so that we can see what do you write how do you write so first i've said be a model writer your lifestyle 
the things you are involved in matters a lot. Do you go to church or you don't? All these will affect what you will write upon the heart of your child. Psalm 78, I'm just going to take a few verses. I will take verse 2, verse 3, verse 4. Even though I will come back to verse 4 probably when we come on this series again. And it reads, I will open my mouth in a parable. I will utter dark sayings of old, which we have heard and known, and our fathers have told us. We will not hide them from their children, showing to generation to come the praises of the Lord and his strength and his wonderful works that he have done. So this is how you should be a role model, a, a writer, even in the life of your child. Open your mouth in stories. So you need to make it a deliberate thing to do for your children. Speak things to your children. When they come with questions, don't just send them away. Answer the question in a simple but biblical way that you best know to help that child. So the psalmist says, what we have heard and not only heard, what we have known, what we have experienced, that our father told us we are not going to hide the same. And what are these things? If you read that word up to verse 4, verse 5, you will see it kept telling us what these things are. And I'm just going to briefly mention a few. God's covenant. You be a model of God's covenant to your children. In your life circumstances, in your day-to-day -day work, are you living in accordance to the covenant of God? God has his covenant for his own covenanted people. The way we are meant to live is not the way of this world. So if you are a worldly woman, a partying woman, you keep shopping for clothes, you know, you keep tampering with your skin, then you are writing negatively upon the template of your child's heart. So you need to live within the covenant of God. And all these covenants are written in the pages of the Bible. Another way that you write is you write the work of God. Upon your own life first. Let the word of God be written upon your life. That when people, when your children see, they can say yes. Let God's works be evident. How? You need something at home. Tell your children there is a need at home. Shall we pray over this? And let's wait and see what the Lord will do. And when they now see God provide that, do you know what you are doing deliberately? You are writing the works of God upon your child's heart is there a sickness let us pray over this you are writing the works of god upon your child's heart write the praises of god call your children do you know you yesterday i asked the lord on this and today the lord has done abc praise god in their presence don't be a mourning and a complaining mother if you are such mother you are writing negatively upon the template of your child's heart write your family value exemplify your family value is it that you don't like your children roaming about the street roaming from one place to another then you leave it out are you a mother that stay at home after work or do you go being drinking or do you go clubbing with other friends then you are not helping your children are there family values family principles you want to inculcate into your children 
So you first leave it out. Write family time together. Cherish family time together. You know, I have a very dear friend whom we are supposed to record a podcast today. And her husband will be around because the husband was not around. So the husband will be back. And she said, please, can we just rearrange our recording session? And I said, yes. She said, my husband will be home and I want us to spend good quality time together. So do you devote time to your husband, to your children? If you want to see your children be children that love home, it has to be exemplified through your life. We will teach the old teachings of old, which we have heard, which we have known, which our fathers have told us. How do we teach them? Not only by our words, but by our lives, by our actions. What are your actions? What do you value most? How do you live your life? That child, that four-year-old, that five-year-old, that ten-year-old, that preteen, that teenage girl, that young adult is learning something from your life, be it positive or negative. And it is my prayer that you will be a godly role model who writes through your lifestyle upon the template of your child's heart. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Three days ago, we started a series called Are You a Writer? Our topic for today is How to Write, a Model Receiver. Sisters, today we will be talking more on how to write. Deborah will be explaining us today that we must also write principles of God's word upon our children's hearts, not only with our actions, as I said last time, but also with your words. Tell them about how God created the world and created them. Tell them about the fall of man. Tell them about the cross. Tell them about the patriarchs like Moses, Abraham, Jacob. Tell them about the time of the kings. Tell them the Bible. Sisters, each and every one of you has a responsibility to your physical children and also to your spiritual children to guard them and to protect them and to write upon their hearts the truths of God's word. Deborah Schnibby will now take us further on this subject. So our Heavenly Father, we thank you for how you've been helping us in this series. And I am just praying that you who have begun your good work in us, you will indeed finish and perfect it, Lord. That through this series, you will burden our hearts as parents to begin to write your heartbeat upon the template of the children you've given us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name, Amen. I want to welcome you so much and thank you for still taking the time to go through this particular series. The matter of the upbringing of our children is a matter in the heart of God. And I am praying that we will share this burden of God and partner with God in writing 
godliness upon the template of our children's heart. Last time on this series, are you a writer writing biblical concepts in your child's heart? I was speaking on how do you write and I was saying you must be a model writer. What you don't have, you can't give. That is the honest truth. So you must be an example of biblical concept to your child. What you don't practice, you can't expect your child to practice the same. So today, now I want us to look at how do you write a model receiver? Last time we looked at you writing through your life. Now we want to look at you deliberately writing on your child's heart. So let's go back to Deuteronomy chapter 6 and we are just going to read a few verses and then we will read Luke also a few scriptures anyway. So let's go to or before we actually read Luke or Deuteronomy, let's read the book of Esther. The book of Esther chapter 3, we'll read verse 9, we'll read verse 12, then we'll read chapter 8 verses 8 to 10. So Esther 3 verse 9 says, If it please the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed, and I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the business to bring it into the king's treasuries. Now, this is a verse again that I've pulled out out of its context. This is the story of Haman when he had written off the death sentence of the Jews in Shushan at that time. So here he is now speaking to the king Ahasuerus that look, let's write, let's make a decree. Let's send out a bill. Let's write a legal bill on behalf of the children of Israel to, to sign off their debt. And he says, I will actually pay for it. And we see how the enemy is sponsoring all sorts of things in many of our nations, in many countries across the world. It's as if some people are in government to just promote bills that are not biblical, that are not godly. So we are seeing here how Haman promoted a bill that was contrary even to the will of God and to the purpose of God for the Jews who lived in Shushan. So verse 12 now of that Esther chapter 3 says, Then were the king's scribes called on the thirteenth day of the first month, and there was written according to all that a man had commanded unto the king's new tenant, and to the governors that were over every province, and to the rulers of every people of every province, according to the writing thereof, and to every people after their language, in the name of King Gausurus was it written, and sealed with the king's ring. This is so deep. I don't have enough time to tear this down. So we see how the Bible says the king's scribes, they came together on the 13th day of the month and a written agreement was made. Are you seeing? And a man had commanded the king's lieutenants, the governors. So no wonder that some of our states, in some of our countries, some of the districts, Boroughs in some of our countries, they've adopted things that are against family. It is we are saying in here. A man wrote evil for the Jews. 
So it passed through through the governors, through different states, through different districts, through different boroughs, and said, let's, let's go and initiate this in these various quarters. The slaughtering of the lives of the Jews who were living in Shushan. And nothing has changed in our time. The enemy has prepared educationists, philosophers, ideologists who are promoting all sorts of for the lives of our children. Some are bringing these bills, these ideas, this writing of theirs to our city centers, to our shopping centers, to our town centers, to our shopping malls, to our schools, to our houses of parliament, to our governor houses, to our senate offices, to debate and to sanction the same, to sell off even the destiny of many of our children. So it is not strange. This was Haman at work and we have many of such Haman in our time whether it's through the academic whether it's through the educational system or the health system all sorts of things that have been promoted that you are wondering where is the right of a child indeed to grow in a proper way so we have seen in this chapter three that a man had written his own handwriting he's written his own decree his own bill and he has sent it to different governors, to different MPs, to different councillors, to different presidents. We'll just name it. In order for them to carry out his desire. So in Esther chapter 8 now, verse 8 to verse 10 we read. Write ye also for the Jews. Now, this is several chapters after chapter 3. God raised for himself an Esther who was to counteract whatsoever a man had decreed against the jew and could we as parents as christian parents not be found as god's esther for our children who are busy writing should we not be found as god's mordecai who are cooperating and laboring with god over our children so esther 8 verse 8 to 10 now brings to us the person of esther who had fasted who had prayed together with mordecai God is now bringing her to us. This was after a man had been hung with his children and all of those. So now, even though a man was hung, the writing of a man still remains. There are people in government who have moved on, who have passed on. But the honest truth is that their decrees are still legally written in the constitution of many of our nations. So even though a man was dead, what a man wrote was still valid so now we read we read from verse 8 esther 8 write ye also for the jews as it liketh you in the king's name and seal it with the king's ring for the writing which is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's ring may no man reverse then were the king's scribes called at that time in the third month that is the month sivan on the three and twentieth day thereof and it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded unto the Jews and to the lieutenants and the deputies and rulers of the provinces which are from India unto Ethiopia and 127 provinces unto every province according to the writing thereof and unto every people after their language and to the Jews according to their writing and according to their language verse 10. And he wrote in the king Ahasuerus' 
name and sealed it with the king's ring and sent letters by post on horseback and riders on mules, camels and young dromedaries. May the Lord bless his word. So we are seeing that even though a man had written what he knew how to write, God is now given opportunity to his Esther, to his Mordecai to write their own. Even though it looked as if what a man wrote was still legal, was still valid. But the king Asherah said to Esther, write your own. Even though I cannot erase what a man wrote, but I'm giving you the privilege to write. The honest truth is that some of the things that is happening in our society, whether we um, sign petition, whether we protest, some of them will still go ahead. Some of them we won't be able to change. But there is a change we can bring forth in our individual homes, in the hearts and in the lives of our children as we teach them the truth of God's word. So Mordecai wrote, the Bible says Mordecai wrote and he commanded the Jews, you see, the lieutenant, the people in government, deputies, rulers, you know, and send out even his own handwriting. Can God raise us? As parents who can begin to write upon our children's heart curriculums first for our children that can then be useful for a group, for a community. Before you know it, we also will infest the heart of many children for the kingdom of God. I am praying that the Lord will explain these things to your heart beyond what I can tell you. So how do you write upon the heart of your child? Deuteronomy chapter 6 verses 2 to 5 says that thou mightest fear the Lord thy God to keep all his statutes and his commandments which I command thee, thou and thy son and thy son's son all the days of thy life and that thy days may be prolonged. So how do you write upon the child of your heart as a model receiver? 1. The statutes of the Lord, the commandments of the Lord must be written upon the heart of your children from birth actually from conception share what you are learning biblically with the child in your womb don't say well it's only a feature you know she can't understand he can't understand who says so just read mommy is reading matthew 1 1 today tell your child in your womb what you have read and what you understood from the same the commandments of god the statutes of god and for the ones that are born, teach them what God's word says over everything that pertains to life and to godliness. It says, all the days of your life, do this. And verse 3 says, Hear therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, and that you may increase mightily, as the Lord God of thy fathers have promised thee, in the land that flow where we make and honey. So as you teach your child, tell your child, the Bible says, for example, Maybe it's the Ten Commandments. This is what the Ten Commandments say. You must not do this. You must not do that. And then you can tell your child how Christ accomplished even this Ten Commandments for us on the cross. And how we now can live the life Jesus lived through his death. And verse 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. But I want us to really go to probably from verse 6. I think that has what I'm really looking for. 
from verse 6 and these words which i commanded this day shall be in thine heart are you saying you first as the role model and verse 7 says then you shall teach the same diligently unto your children it has to be taught diligently you will talk of it you say when you sit down so uh, there should be a time where you sit with your family at family devotion it may be few minutes where you open the bible you read everybody contributes you pray together pray for each other's need it could be in the morning it could be in the afternoon it could be in the evening whatever time suits your family so when you sit down when you have your family dinner at dining table discuss god's word Oftentimes, myself and my family, we've memorized verses around, the, around our dining table. Sometimes we, we sing it. Sometimes you hear us sing, The Lord also will be a refuge for the oppressed, a refuge in times of trouble. Psalms chapter 9, verse 9. We make up song. As we finish dinner, we, we have a card that was given to one of my daughters during her birthday. And we just bring out one of the scriptures. The cards have many scriptures written on there one by one. So we choose the one to, to memorize. And we just sing it. We do that as we eat. We discuss issues. We've done all sorts of things with our dining time. So when you sit down, talk about these things. And it says, and when you walk, as you walk on the way, weave biblical things into your child's heart. Are you driving? Sing aims. There are times when we are in the car, you know, maybe we call it a taxi, we are going now. We start, sometimes I may take a hymn book with me or find a hymn online. I may start one, the children take it up and we sing ourselves out through our journey. While you walk by the way, yeah, you are walking on the road. Sometimes I may take my children to their maybe swimming lessons, a particular activity. On our way back, we may do road prayer meeting. And we just begin to pray. I may begin to share with them some of the challenge the Lord is bringing to my heart. And as they hear and begin to ask, they begin to contribute. Mommy, you know when you share this, this actually came to my heart. And before you know it becomes prayer meeting. And we do road prayer meeting from wherever we are coming from till we get home. And sometimes as we get home, we open the door. We meet daddy in the living room and we, do, we don't even greet daddy. We all go on our knees and we begin to pray. If daddy was listening to news when we came in, he switched it off, he joins our prayer. What we were praying for, he may not know, but as far as he's concerned, this is a prayer meeting. He joins us. So while you sit down, while you are, while you are talking, while you sit down, while you are walking by the way, teach your children. They are all opportunity to teach. It says, and when you lie down, when is their bedtime? Share God's word with them. One thing that my daughter introduced was doing plans together, you know, before we go to bed or going through some of the Bible project video. We work together, we discuss, and this will be after family devotion, before they go to bed. We both watch and we discuss it and we pray over it, then they go to bed. So look for ways. There are many ways. Sometimes it may be a bedtime story, different book that I just read, you know, and we share thoughts about it, you know, and pray with them and they they sleep so when you are working when you are sitting down when you lie down when you rise up in the morning you know i just don't know how to speak deeply into these things i am praying the lord will speak deeply into your heart just as john's father took a tablet and wrote so also must you write upon your child's heart 
write their origin where they came from or how who created them let them know they were created by god write the fall of man upon their heart the degeneration of man how man degenerated from god write the redemption of man upon your child's heart how man was regenerated through christ's birth and christ's death on the cross of calvary write biblical gender upon your child's heart let them know god made man male and female and let them know the purpose behind god making man male and female write family values and principles upon your child's heart let them know in our home every monday this is what we do so that wherever they are their heart turns to home i've done all sorts of things in my home once we did what we call weekend of fun we haven't done that for a while now the children love it when we started it then we we'll choose a color the color is the color of whatever we wear that day we do a bit of decoration based on that color just a way to have fun with the children and whoever is hosting determines the color we determine the team We've done all sorts of things. Once we use Elizabeth George book that she wrote for toddlers or for little children, we used it to pick our, our team. Sometimes we choose any kind of team. And, you know, whoever hosts will choose the menu that day. And we who were the guests will go upstairs. When it's time, the living room light is turned off. There may be a candle light and the, the, the meal is in the kitchen. There may be a starter. And then the host calls us. Can you come down and sometimes me and my other girl may hold each other's down and the horse is singing here comes the girls here comes the girls you know and we just come down and welcome us we eat we talk we do games we do all sorts of things what i'm saying is deliberately diligently write family values and family principles upon the template of your child's heart and as you do so God is faithful. God is dependable to seal the heart of your child with his will, with his concept, even in this dangerous time that we are living in. Amen. This is Women in Revival podcast. Four days ago, we started a series called, Are You a Writer? Our topic for today is, The effect of you writing in your child's heart. Sister, there is a benefit and a reward for writing upon your child's heart. God is gracious unto those who follow his word, and God is gracious unto those who write upon their child's hearts, his principles. Not only will your child have a higher chance of turning out right in life, of turning out godly, of living their lives to the glory of God, they will also have that opportunity to praise you. The Bible talks about children being crowns upon their parents' heads. They will be like crowns upon your heads. They will be your crowning glory. They will be the ones when other people look at and see their behavior and see their good character, ask, Who raised this child to be a good person? Who raised this child to live a godly life? Who raised this child to bring a godly effect upon their generation? Sister, become that writer. Writers 
are artists they may not paint you know when you go to university to study English to become a writer your degree is a bachelor of arts writers are artists God has given you the job of a writer to paint upon your child's heart his truth and his word and over time as you continue painting you may not see the reward yet just like when a painter paints halfway and it doesn't look good yet but at the end you will indeed have your Mona Lisa. Deborah Shinobi will now take us further on this subject. Oh our dear Heavenly Father how do we thank you enough for your heart that you have been unveiling to us in this series. Thank you for your plan for us and for our children. But Peter was the one who spoke in Acts that this gift of the Holy Spirit is both for you and for your children. You desire we walk with you and our children walk with you. You desire that your word is written upon our heart that we live according to your biblical principle and so are our children. As we bring this particular series to a close today, I am praying Lord that through this series you will raise for yourself mothers, parents who will commit themselves to the biblical upbringing of their children. Thank you that through our various families, Lord, you will not lack priests who will be burning incense at your altar. Thank you, Lord Jesus. A generation shall not arise who will not know you. You will honor your word, Lord, in the lives of our children. And I'm praying, Lord, for as many mothers, Lord, who have labored tirelessly over their children. And it seems as if the children are not yielding. Lord, you know what to do. I am praying that you will reach out to such parents and you will bring these children, Lord, to your saving grace. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to thank God for the way he has helped us throughout this series and how we have come to the end of this series today. Remember, you can send us your requests, your feedback, your questions. Go to www.ocofrighteousness.co.uk and go on our contact us page or WhatsApp, call us, text us on plus four four seven nine four four three nine eight four one five. If you would like us to work with you in your parenting journey, do give us a call and we will see or email us and we will see how the Lord will help us. Amen. Last time on this series, are you a writer writing biblical concept in your child's heart? We looked at how do you write so that your child becomes a model receiver also. And God began to say all sorts of things to us. We saw how Esther and Mordecai wrote even though the enemy had written something terrible concerning their generation. They wrote and what the enemy wrote was overthrown through what they wrote. And God also spoke to us the practical way to write. And I'm praying because it's not enough to journey through this series. What are you going to do with this series? So today, which is the last day of this series, I just want us to look at the effect of you writing in your child's heart. What will be the effect of your handwriting upon your child's heart? I want us to go to the book of Psalms 127 
and we will read verse 5. It says, Happy is the man that have his quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed, but they shall speak with the enemies in the gate. Even though again, this is the last verse of Psalm 127. This verse starts by telling us that except the Lord builds the house, they that labor be in vain. So except the Lord is writing upon your heart and writing through your hand, your writing will be in vain. You know, there was something that I read in, I can't remember, I think it was, was it Amy Michael's Edges of His Ways? Now, I'm not very sure. You know, there was this story of an apprentice at a potter's wheel who felt, well, I can't, I can't mold, I don't know, there's no way I can do it. And why the potter said to the apprentice that, look, you can mold, you can you can actually make a pottery. So eventually, uh, the apprentice sat at the potter's wheel. So the potter only stood behind, holding on to the apprentice while the apprentice hand was on the pot she was molding. So as the potter's hand was upon the hand of the apprentice, she was molding. The potter's hand was only holding it and guiding it through. And before you know it, a pottery came out and it was very beautiful. So she was so here is your pottery. She said, No, it's not me, it was your hand. And the potter said, My hand was only a guiding hand. It was your hand that was busy with the clay. And the same thing, our children are as clay in our hands. God, who is the chief potter, is actually walking behind the scene as we allow him to shape and to write upon the template of our children's hearts. So this Psalms 127 verse 5 says, Happy is that man that has his quiver full of them. Full of who? Full of children. Maybe yours is one. Maybe yours is two. Maybe whatever number of children you have. Happy are you that this child is in your quiver. But not only should they be in your quiver. If having been in your quiver, you've written godliness, righteousness upon their heart. The Bible says, they shall not be ashamed. They will speak with the enemies in the gate. It's as if I am seeing God say, you see, the many errors in your society that you people are crying about, that you are signing petition about, that you are protesting about, if only you are deliberately writing upon your child's heart, these children are the ones now who will arise in the days to come, in the weeks to come, in the months to come, in the years to come to speak with these enemies and silence them. So if we want to see a changed society, now we need to engage ourselves in writing upon the template of our children's heart. Also 1 John chapter 1 verse 1 and verse 3 says, That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have undoed of the word of life. So it's as if Brother John was saying, look, what was written on our heart? We saw it. We looked at it. Our hands undoed what the Lord Jesus engraved upon our lives. And then in verse 3 says, that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you. So I, are you seeing what, I'm, what the burden on my heart is? What was engraved upon the heart 
of John is what he in turn says, I am handling back. So when we diligently pass on to our children, write upon the template of our children's heart, the truth that we have known, the biblical concept that we have known, what will happen? They will declare it to their generation. You know, I love this, this lovely little girl that once came to my home some years ago. Her mother was in the bathroom bathing her. And you know, and I opened the door. And the moment I opened the door, she started shouting. I think she was just a little over a year. And she was shouting, Jesus is the door. Jesus is the door. Jesus is the door. Now, why was she shouting that? The mother has written door upon her heart. That whenever you see door, let it remind you that Jesus is the door. So even when this child goes to nursery, that's what she kept, kept telling people. Jesus is the door. Jesus is the door. So what you write upon your child's heart is what your child will give out. They will declare it even to their generation. So it is my prayer that if you have not been writing upon the heart of your child, you will get involved now and begin to write godliness, righteousness, godly principles, the word of God upon the template of your child's heart. Get together, read God's word, listen to God's word, watch God's messages taught. And I pray that as you deliberately and diligently write upon the template of your child's heart, May God, who is the chief writer, permanent and seal up that which you will write, even in your child's heart, for eternity. Amen. <music>